Star Wars 7x7, episode 570. Picking up where we left off on Saturday with our deep dive into the shooting script of The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we're picking up where we left off on Saturday in the room with Supreme Leader Snoke and Kylo Ren talking about what went down with Rey and all of that good stuff. We're on page 81 of the 111-page shooting script. We're going to make some significant jumps here through the script, actually, because there's not a lot in the script in this portion that you didn't see on screen. One bit in this scene with Kylo and Supreme Leader Snoke, and then General Hux, of course, comes blasting into it. When they talk about the Resistance needing to be destroyed because of Kylo Ren trusting that he could get what he needed to know out of Rey and not capturing BB-8, Snoke says, we'll crush them once and for all, prepare the weapon. And this is what's in the descriptive after it. Kylo Ren is stunned by the moment. That isn't what he meant at all with dashes to lead off, like ellipses, basically. As for how to read that, well, I would say this is a sign of the conflict within him that he isn't totally gone over. We haven't even talked about his feelings about his mother, and all we know so far is about his feelings toward Han, so you have to assume that he knows Leia's with the Resistance, and maybe he's kind of ready to kill Dad, but not ready to kill Mom just yet? Yeah, getting into some thorny psychological stuff, I would say. So let's jump next to the scene where Rey uses her Jedi mind trick for the first time. And the descriptive before she starts trying to use it is really neat. It says she's flooded with emotions while she's still held on the rack, feeling her potential, her strength, that in this moment of being restrained, perhaps anything is possible. That underlined, perhaps anything is possible. I love that bit. I really do. And I think Daisy Ridley does an amazing job of conveying that emotion while she's on the rack in the movie. Then for the next new thing, we jump to the scene where they begin charging the Starkiller base weapon. And they give the vast view of the planet as it's described in the narrative. It says, there's a massive solar vac array. And (laughs) I guess you could say solar vacuum, basically, surrounding a port 10 miles in diameter. If you wanted to get a sense of the scale and scope of that thing that's sucking the lifeblood of the star down to the planet. It describes it as a Tesla, a planetary scale Tesla coil line of energy. And that's how the power of the sun is draining down to the Starkiller base planet. Next, we jump back to the resistance base where the folks are around the map table looking at the schematics that Snap Wexley brought back from his reconnaissance mission. Unfortunately, not to sly a reconnaissance mission since, of course, they ended up targeting the Starkiller right at the resistance base as a result. Another similarity, I guess, between the original Star Wars and Force Awakens. (laughs) Another situation where the good guys lead the bad guys straight to the base. Don't! And there's a list of folks that are around that map table. We know Han, Leia, Poe, Finn, C-3PO, Admiral Statura that we've just met recently, and Akbar. The other folks mentioned are Snap Wexley. Brantz is named. This is somebody who is a either a major or a lieutenant. And this is the first, I guess, conflict that we get with some of the information. According to his insignia, he's supposed to be a major, but he's referred to as a lieutenant in the Force Awakens novelization by Alan Dean Foster. And this is all according to Wikipedia. I have yet to read the novelization myself, but yeah, that's coming up soon. <laughs> and also a major EMAT uh, listed as age 60 and 
Nian Nam. Yes, that is the infamous Nian Nam. And we find out, at least from about Major Emat, that he apparently has been around long enough. He is 60, according to the script. He's been around long enough to remember the Death Star because when he has his one line where he says, It's another Death Star, there's a little parenthetical <laughs> describing his emotional state. And it says, Horrible memories. And let's do the math. At age 60, he would have been, what, 26 years old during the Battle of the First Death Star and then 30 years old for the Battle of the Second Death Star. So, yeah, I would say his memories probably aren't that great about Death Stars. I mean, he was around for the destruction of two of them, so he should feel pretty good, but I can imagine why he wouldn't be too fond of them. So they come up with a plan, and they swing into action, and the next thing that I want to flag for you comes with the preparations for departure when Han and Chewie and Finn are at the Falcon, and it says, Chewie and Finn follow Han's orders as they prepare the Falcon for one more daring run, maybe its last. And a little later on the page, when Leia shows up, the descriptive says they both know there's a good chance he won't make it back. They pull each other tight, holding for dear life. Now, I don't know if this is supposed to be intended as, like, foreshadowing in the script. I don't necessarily think so. I think it's meant to dramatize it more than anything else, put it in its proper perspective. And yet, it's still kind of affecting knowing, of course, how the whole thing actually turns out. And there's another line in there, too, just before it, where he says, where it says, Han places his hands on her shoulders. It could be 30 years ago. And... I just get chills reading it. I get chills reading all of this section between them. Maybe it's just because it's Han and Leia, and it's just it could never be enough. It will never be enough. You could have given me 30 years of the two of them on screen, and I don't know if it would have been enough. I wonder if that's how you feel. I have a feeling that when you watch the movie, you probably wish, too, that we had a lot more of the two of them together. And hopefully, hopefully... There's going to be a deleted scene or three that we don't yet know about, or even a gag reel to show them on set together, goofing around and trying to get the scenes right. Whatever. Just something more. Oh, man. It was awesome for what we got, but uh, it really left me wanting more. And that's where we have to leave it today. Tomorrow, we start in on the third act of the movie. The exciting conclusion begins. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Hey, 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 it's time for trivia. Red Squad, Blue Squad, take my lead. I'm on it. Go with your team. Last time we asked you the name of the Stormtrooper actor who fell victim to Ray's Jedi mind trick, that was Daniel Craig, James Bond himself. Today's question, what was the primary target of the Resistance X-Wing fighters in their attack on Starkiller Base? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not your cursed metal body, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Ever tried reading while jogging, cooking? 
or even juggling flaming torches? Yeah, doesn't end well. But with Audiobooks.com, you can conquer books without the circus act. Dive into over 450,000 titles, including more than 10,000 free ones. Get hooked on a bestseller, find your next obsession, or finally read that classic you've been avoiding since high school. And here's the inside scoop. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial and snag your first three audiobooks on the house. Sign up for your free trial at audiobooks.com slash podcast free today. That's audiobooks.com slash podcast F-R-E-E.